0: Happy Valentine's Day and welcome back to Gator Talk in the first video version of the podcast. I'm Cynthia Jong, co-copy editor for GGX. Today's episode centers on The Safe Place, a confidential counseling service for victims of gender-based violence. We'll talk about how to navigate relationships and discuss toxic behaviors as well as identify resources for those in need. Joining us today will be Nora Wren, the manager and main counselor for The Safe Place. Let's get started. Happy listening. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Noor. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me here. Of course, of course. So we're just going to get right into it. If you could really briefly discuss your educational background and some of the work that you did prior to joining of State, that'd be great. For sure. Um, so I have a bachelor's in soci- sociology and
1: ethnic studies um, and women and gender studies. Um, and then I got my master's in social work. Um, and so part of the work that I was doing beforehand was about uh, around clinical counseling and then supporting survivors of gender based violence um, and more of the community and organizations and like nonprofits. Um, so I have
0: more of that background. Okay, for sure. And so you moved out from the Midwest to the Bay Area to continue that work, am I right? Correct. Yeah, so why SF State? Like what drew you to the campus? For sure. Um, first and foremost, like
1: definitely that the first college of ethnic studies was here it was definitely a draw um, but as I was doing research around San Francisco State like that um, the student activism part of it really drew me in um, I think it's like great how the students here have such like, a voice on campus and are able to um,
0: go through processes to get their needs met institutionally yeah for sure so you had mentioned when we spoke that the work that you're doing at the safe place Is a little bit different in terms of like how you structure the program and like how you cater to a different demographic if you could talk really briefly about the difference between you know the work that you were doing versus the work that you're doing in an academic setting on a college campus like what are some of the differences between that how do you approach it sure Um, so a lot of the work
1: in the nonprofit community organizing space um, was with adults um, like 30s 40s 50s plus Um, and while that work was definitely, like, rewarding, um, I think, like, what drew me into working in an institution of, like, higher education, like, San Francisco State, was the ability to work with, like, younger adults, um, freshly entering their adulthood, um, and my reasoning for that is because, like, I am specifically drawn to thinking of ways and, like, figuring out how to end gender-based violence, um, on campuses, but, Collectively within, like guess, our society. Um, and I think, like, the best way to implement those interventions are with um, adults freshly entering their adulthood. So, like, that 18 to 22 age where um, developmentally, like, you're still um, growing, right? And, like, becoming the full person that you are. Um, so, you're marinating. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> coming together. But, yes, I think that... Late teens, early 20s is such a pivotal time in people's lives, and right. so um, one of the best times to try to try to
0: create systemic and long-lasting change. And I think that does get into kind of what the heart of today's talk is supposed to be about, which is really this idea that for some of our listeners, you know, they're new to a university setting for sure. They're new to adulthood and the sense of independence that can come along with that. Many of them are in their first or one of their first committed like real adult relationships and it's an exciting time but there are definitely a lot of pitfalls associated with that as well. I think we can you know inadvertently find ourselves in a lot of situations that we never anticipated and I really like that idea that this is really the time to be Addressing that and and figuring out how to navigate these relationships in a healthy way in a safe way in a safe place Mm -hmm. So for people who don't know already people who are just hearing about it for the first time What is a safe place? You know what's its history at the university? What services specifically do you actually provide there
1: for sure? Um, The safe place is the only confidential space on campus Um, And so that's really important for students to be aware of in case, like, um, any situation, but specifically around gender-based violence, so including, like, sexual assault and harassment, intimate and domestic partner violence, um, stalking, like, around those um, experiences. I am able to, like, support students in, like, crisis counseling, um, advocate for them, um, navigating um, whatever it is that they need to, you know um seek out for their their healing process so whether that's you know deciding to report to 109 or university police or um, sfpd or whatever the case may be or um providing them resources and referrals too is a big part of my job and so um let's look at like you know what are the next steps for you um in terms of like your healing and so referring them to sf general for forensic exams are Um, referring them to like community organizations um, to get like additional support um, or on-campus organizations or whatever the case is. Um, So um, I think of like the safe place in the work that I do is like being that bridge or the initial like stepping stone um, for like their long-lasting healing by connecting them to the things that they need for like first and foremost their well-being like their emotional and and psychological well-being and safety is like
0: the most important aspects, but then also like their success as students. So you mentioned that the Safe Place is the only confidential space on campus for people going through these situations. Has it remained so since its establishment? Like when was the Safe Place Sure. do you know?
1: Um, so Safe Place came on SFSU's campus in 1992, so it's about 32, yeah, 32 years that the Safe Place has been around. Um, And since its inception, it's always been a space for students to have access to a a non-mandated reporter, Um, which is important because everyone on campus is a mandated reporter, and so, um, you know, you can feel supported by your faculty, your peers, or whatever the case is, but um, at the end of the day, like, if you don't want to go through institutional systems, right, the safe places there, and so I think like it really came about wanting to have a more trauma informed approach to supporting college students who are survivors, um, and so yeah, I don't um, push any initial like you know healing's not a one stop shop like there's not one pathway to like what someone's journey is, and so I think like what's most important is like understanding for that particular person um, what it is that they feel like is restorative and figuring out the
0: pathways to get them access to the... Right, right. And you had mentioned that there's a lot of outside resources that you collaborate with as well. Uh, what are some of the outdoor resources if people want to take like the non-campus affiliated route, right? Like, What are some of these other community organizations that they can gain access to?
1: For sure. Um, so we have a really great partnership with SFWAR. Um, and that's the one that I typically refer students to, just because like they're local and they're just a really great organization overall. Um, but there's Baywar, which is like the sister program to SF War. Um, there is La Casa de las Madres, um, Asian Women's Shelter, um, QAV, which stands for like Communities United Against um, Violence, which is more. Um, supportive for LGBTQI plus folks um, but um, although like the, the names of these like spaces are very gendered, they are open to all folks who experience gender-based violence because it's not just cisgender women who are impacted by this and so um, yeah, that's just a resource that whoever is a survivor is um, able to access.
0: And uh, the last time we spoke, you had mentioned that you're new to the management position for the Safe Place. You uh, joined in August, right? Yeah, so you're probably, are you doing anything to really like like change the structure of the program to expand upon it or maybe improve what's already there? For sure, so for, since the Safe Place has been on campus
1: for the last like 30 plus years, um, there's only been one advocate on on campus, which is not sustainable, um, I think. In order to effectively support all students um, and really um, do some of the like prevention education work that I think it's like necessary and part of the job, um, and so we are expanding, which is like super exciting. So we are in the process of hiring a second advocate, which is like very exciting, um, and then we are looking at like the process of. Safe place and like how we can foster more collaboration um, with different student organizations and clubs on campus and just like different affinity groups um, in order to like get the word out there. Um, I think first and foremost like that's the most important thing um, still. But then to like do some programming and workshops and trainings, um, and to just think more about like how the safe place can can not only support students but really uh, be a vehicle and part of this like mission to end
0: violence on campus so my question to you is you know the people who have been in your office and you know you've helped them start this journey of like reclaiming themselves and healing from whatever situation they've been through what are some of the common issues that are presented to you when people are in your office and they're talking to you in the State community what do people seem to be struggling with in their relationships sure and i think it goes back to the
1: point that you mentioned earlier where it's like this is oftentimes like people's first relationships or one of the first um moments in their lives that they're experiencing you know deeper more adult situations and so um outside of like some experiences that you know folks are like seeking support for that happen, like off campus or on campus like in terms of relationships specifically um some of the things that's like mentioned is like oh my partner isn't like respecting my boundaries and like how do I have this conversation around like these things are not feeling good to me but I do want to continue our relationship with them or oh this person's like gaslighting me um or um they're speaking to me in ways that like are triggering or don't feel good right like how do I have that communication and like how, I don't want to be addressed like this like please you know and so it's just like really having conversations around like what does that skill set look like um and recognizing like you know if a relationship is not feeling good like listen to that intuition and then you know it it's not serving you Um, What are appropriate ways of like ending that and so I'm also available to like support students and like figuring that out too. Like let's let's talk about it, right? Um, and so Yeah, I think like overall the safe place is just one of the many resources that are available to students and like getting them support around like what is a healthy Relationship what's not healthy and like what do you want? Where do you want to go from there? Right, I'm not in the business of telling people how to live right, but I just want to support them and and thriving and you know whatever it is that they want to do
0: right right you know I like that you called it a skill set because that's really what it is isn't it like we when it comes to relationships whether it's platonic or romantic like we do not intuitively know these things we don't intuitively know how to do that and so I really calling it a skill set I mean it really centers that idea that this is a learned like lack of education would you say is that what you're combating here
1: i think that's a big part of it for sure i mean unfortunately like our k-12 through education does not prepare students to have these conversations to engage in these relationships in ways that are healthy um and so yeah i think when students come to college right um it leads to a multitude of like growing pains and that doesn't invalidate just like behaviors that are objectively um bad yeah and so <laughs> there's that but yeah i think a lot of it is just like general um lack of like social skills and like the growing pains of like acquiring those skills and so i think uh, through education um that's a big way of like implementing or right. you know ensuring that like Modeling is the word I'm looking for, mm-hmm. modeling those behaviors mm-hmm. um, that are healthy, right, and like healthy ways to engage in whatever type of relationship, whether it. it is romantic, platonic, something in between, you know, right, right. Um, and yeah, how to do that in a way that like all parties feel good, and then if it ends, like how do we end this too, because right. that's also important to like talk about.
0: Right, you've heard her guys, this is the time while your brain is still marinating mm-hmm. before your flaws become your personality. <laughs> So for students who are scared to find themselves in your office because you are who they will be speaking to, you know, people who, whatever reason, if it's like this internalized shame, if it's just, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to be talking to someone about that. Like, people who are scared or hesitant or unwilling in any way to get themselves into your office, you know, they're being held back or holding themselves back, what would you say to get them to approach you for sure
1: um first and foremost like i'm a very survivor-centered person-centered person overall um and practitioner of the, like, the work that i do and so i'm never going to do anything that the student says that they're not comfortable or don't want to um i myself and i think like since the safe place is open all the different other advocates um that preceded me have always been trauma informed um and use a trauma-informed approach to the work um and yeah i think like what i would want to express with like all students is that like you know i am here to like support them in whatever process that looks like um and i'm also the only confidential space on campus and so um if you don't feel comfortable like going to someone who would have to report but you are looking for a little additional support um in ways that like your friends may not be a adapt or equipped to support you with like definitely feel free to just reach out and like let's have a conversation um you know and I'm more than happy to provide the resources that I can and if I don't know the answer I'm not gonna like pretend that I do, right, but I will do my best to connect them with the person or people or resource or whatever it is that is needed, so, you know, um, to facilitate, you know, the healing that's happening, because, you know, at the end of the day, I just want all students to, like, be great, graduate with their best lives.
0: Graduate, you guys, we can do it. Yes. It's the spring semester, I know we've got people in the graduating class listening Almost there. Almost there. Almost there. <laughs> finish the finish line. Line is so close. Oh, my God. Will we make it? Who knows? Um, <laughs> You're going to make that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so thank you so much, Noor, for coming on today. It was a pleasure to speak with you, as always. Um, for our listeners, this was Noor Loren, the manager of the Safe Place. Um, If you or someone you know is in need of resources offered by the Safe Place, if you need someone to talk to, uh, you can find Nor in the Student Services Building, room 403. Uh, You can phone in at 415-694-3825 or you can email at safeplace at sfsu.edu. Again, this was Norla Ren with The Safe Place. Thank you so much for coming on today. It was lovely to speak with you. Happy Valentine's Day to all of our Gators listening. Uh, this has been Santi Jong with Golden Gate Express on Gator Talks. Thank you again.